Tutors of Life podcast, episode 83, where we research life so you don't have to. And? Talk episode. And? This is your host, Sean. And this is Sam. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. God, dude, I fucking hit that on the head. Sure, it only took you 30 seconds. Yeah. Um... Thankfully, this is a talk episode because we came prepared with zero. Correct. We didn't even discuss what we were going to discuss. No. Usually we go, hey, what are we talking about on the podcast? And we go, ah, and we didn't even have that. No, literally we were just like, let's, let's fucking do it today. What do you want to talk about? Um, we can talk about our things we learned from yesterday. I'm going to tell you right now. Chapstick would kill right now. I have some somewhere on my desk. That's all right. I'll survive. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. What did we learn yesterday? Um. We kind of learned about how business culture is really important. All right. I guess we didn't learn that. We already knew that. Yeah, we did. Um. I guess what are some what are some of the takeaways? We could do that. What are some of the takeaways or things? that we liked from yesterday's meeting. Let's go with that. Um, I like the idea that like a whole workplace has to be going in the same direction. Like that's something that everyone knows, but I don't think it's anything that anyone says. Dogecoin is at 16.6 cents. It's been a while since we did a Dogecoin update. Fuck, dude. It's coming back. It's gone up a whole five cents. I love it, dude. I love it. Yeah, um, I like that. It, it was, um, it makes sense. If everybody's not rowing in the same direction, your it's, boat is turning. It's just going to go in circles. And going in circles. Instead of going in a line. Yeah. Like you want it to. <clears throat> Correct. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a good point. Everybody needs to be on the same page and, and be, and be going. Yeah. Um, the other thing I really liked is that, um, every, like every part of a team is equally as important. Yes. Yep. Um, that's another thing that, you know, should be common sense to people, but. There are people in the world that are just like, oh, well, I'm the one that actually physically makes the money, so I'm the most important. Right. But or, just, yeah, like I bring, I'm in the sales department or whatever, mm-hmm. so I'm the most important. Yeah. But, like, without your production team or whatever parts of your company, you don't have a product to sell. Yeah, all the back end stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. So. Like, even down to your HR person. Like, Especially your HR person. Right. Like, if you didn't have an HR person, then most likely you wouldn't have a job. Yeah. Or a good job, I guess. HR is uh, a very, very important role. Mm-hmm. It need not be taken lightly. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I don't have to be in that role because that role would be very difficult. For you. Would it be for you? Uh, probably. Oh, okay, why is that? I don't know. I just don't like confrontation sometimes. Oh. I mean, I don't think a lot of people like confrontation. I think it's just part of the job. Yeah. Why Why do you think you'd be good at HR? Um, I don't know. I'm good at systems. Yeah. I'm good at telling people when they're not doing the system correctly. Mm, confrontation. Keep that going. is confrontation. But for some reason, like, 
fixing someone's mistakes is easier for me than being just like your attitude needs to change right like if it's something like analytical not emotional it's easier uh-huh. for me uh-huh. we need to take that strengths strengths finder quiz yeah yeah that'd be a good idea mm-hmm. why else would you be good at hr i don't know why are you asking me these questions i don't know just thought it'd be fun no you told me you were gonna talk all day today i know but doing a re uh uno reverse are you Maybe I'll, I might give you a plus four next. If you if you're watching the video, you can see I'm all bundled up in blankies and a heating pad. I have a cold, and so does Sam. Yep. Um, I kind of just let it happen, and Sam dies, which is not normal. That's not usually how this goes. Yeah, usually it's the other way around. But um. It's hitting me hard today. I think I'm just such a superior genetic being that that it that it's not wiping me out, you know? I'm trying to get Dash to lay down. What do you think about that? Um, you're such a superior being that's not wiping you out. That it's not wiping me out like yeah. you. Yeah, whatever. Because my genetics are so superior. Oh, sure. Yeah. I thought so, too. Um, Dude, why is he walking around sniffing so much? Who cares? It's a dog thing. Um, what else you got? What else you got for me today? So we learned about everybody needs to be rowing in the same direction. Yes. And then, so that's like the main parts of company culture. Also, like ha- if you have a system in place and someone's not following it, put them on a performance plan and then fire them if they don't change. I loved that part. I loved that part. Dude, I did too. Because that was, like, one of my main focuses when I worked for Stable Living was, like, putting systems in place. But so many people are just like, well, that doesn't work for my house. Well, have you tried? Of course not. Obviously. Um, But, I mean, each house has their own culture, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that business is way different because, yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, each branch of a company would have its own culture. That's either. what I was just about to say. It's all different cultures. Because he said he had, like, multiple branches that he had to work with. Yeah, and they all have different cultures. Yeah. Right. Same but then he made it into one culture. Yeah, because they're all under one roof. No, I think, like, every branch Okay. follows the same culture. Because remember he told us the story about the guy in Mankato. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I mean, because you have a working system, why would you have it at one branch and not another one? Like an optimized system. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But you have a different culture at each one. I mean, like... There's no way you don't. Personality-wise culture, yeah. 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 But we're talking about, like, business culture. Oh. But he also... He would, like, bring in people that would work with that person in the interviews. Right. To know if their personality would fit, too. Correct. So it was like a double thing. So it had to yeah. fit the work culture and then it had to fit the personality right. culture. Correct. Yeah. Um, <coughs> that's honestly probably the most like genius thing I've ever like, heard. Is if you're going to have someone work in a department. Bring the department head with. I think I don't even think he brought the department head in sometimes. No, yeah. He would just bring like. Another well, he employee. said. Yeah, he said he would even Cause bring a, in like. If he's bringing, hiring someone as a processor, he'd bring on another processor to the interview to make sure that they, like, would fit as a processor. Right. Yeah, it's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite takeaway was the follow-up. And so mm-hmm. if an employee or a customer or something comes to him with something, goes, hey, Brian, I want this done, um, or can we try this? He's he says always like upfront and honest, like, you know what? No, we can't do that right now, but it could be an option in Q3. So let me follow up in three months, six months, whenever that is, um, and see if it's an option then. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back, emails the person with what they discussed to make sure both people are on the same page, then puts a calendar link in for the both of them for like six months out or whenever that Q3 is, attaches the email so that they know exactly what they're talking about and they're revisiting it in Q3. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I love that. And you have to think, like, a person working there, they'll see that on their calendar when they look ahead. Absolutely. Like, that's so cool. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Super smart. Um, and that's, like, <clears throat> that's something I'm bad at is follow-up. Yeah. Um, I'll have people just, like, text me, and I'll just, like, open it, and I'll not respond for a week. And then I'll just, like, be like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, remind me I need a text. Oh, I can do it right now. Yeah. Uh, What... Hey, what are we doing for Easter? I don't know. When is Easter? The April 17th. Do we want to do anything? Uh, do you want to go to my sister's at 4? Sure. Cool. What are we doing there? I don't know. She just said Easter at 4. Hood rat things? Probably. Cool. Okay. Sure. Sending it. Okay. I already typed it all out. Oh, actually, Easter, we had plans. Sean, are you serious? No. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I there was about to be a murder on the oh, podcast. That's so funny. We were gonna become a murder podcast. Did you have a big message typed out and you were just waiting to send it? Yeah, I wanted to make sure that the date was okay for you. Oh, that sister. I thought you meant the other sister. No, 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 no. That oh. sister. Oh. She texted us on our texted me on our wedding day and I never responded. Asking about Easter? No, like saying oh. like happy wedding day. I wow. wish I could be there. Wow. And I never responded. Didn't res- did you respond saying, sorry, I didn't respond? Yeah, I did. And then was she like, yeah, I just figured you didn't love me or what? No, I like put it in that text I just sent her. So this is the first time you're responding? Yeah. Oh my God. She's like, Sam doesn't like me anymore. Probably, honestly. You know, honestly, that is what's going through her mind. Yeah, because when, when did she text me about Easter? She texted me about Easter... Um, March 30th, so last Wednesday. Almost a week ago. <laughs> Bro, did you just say back, like, I am the worst yeah. at responding? Um, I still love you, sister? Y- yeah. Damn. Uh, I don't know who's worse at responding, me or Norgs? Norgs. Do you think so? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. And that's not a compliment. No, it's not. That's not a I'm real bad at it. I need to get better. Yeah. I was good when I worked for you. I think then I just, since I had to respond so much, now I just hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yesterday was fun. That was good. I'm very excited for next month. See what happens. Yeah. Um, there was something. Oh, I'm I'm getting closer to being Samantha Tudor. Yes, you have a driver's license and a social security card now. Yeah, I do. 
Wait, so you're there, aren't you? Pretty much. Just passport? Uh, just passport. What else? And then we just have to go to all the banks and change my name. Oh. So then that means I'm going to get all new bank cards and we'll have to get new checkbooks. That's a lot of freaking work. I know. Literally, guys, through this entire process, I keep telling Sean, you are never leaving me. Like, he's stuck with me. If I get remarried, I'm keeping this last name. Yeah, I don't blame you. This is too much work. It's really not that much work. Don't act like it's the end of the world. Why in the hell do, like, why can't the Social Security office and the DMV be, like, either right next to each other? Or if I, like, give my application to the Social Security, can I be like, hey, can I also get my driver's license? Because it would get lost. Why can't they be the same department? Why do they have to be two separate ones? It's Division of Motor Vehicles and Social Security. They're completely different. Yeah, but why couldn't it be one building with, like, all the employees combined? They just, it would just get too muddy. I don't think so. I think it would be way easier. It's just the... Because the government's already taking our marriage certificate. So why do I then have to give them it again? Because they would lose it if it was in their hands. Like, through that many departments. I don't think the government is strong enough to figure something like that something that difficult out you know like transferring an inner department i don't think they could do that or like why couldn't i give it to one place and then it'd be like scanned into the government system so then when i go to the dmv they're like oh yes we already have your records i just don't know if they're a competent enough organization for right. something like that because then when i go for my passport i have to bring my our marriage certificate again i have to bring my social security card yeah marriage certificate some other things yeah i don't know i just don't know i don't think that's part of their like scope of service they're just like they then their main goal is to just waste money and employ more people no spend our money that's their only goal by wasting it well yeah they just spend it however it happens it happens i still love the twitter tweet of who would you trust more with all the money that elon musk had to pay into taxes yeah it was like Elon Musk or the government and it was like 80% Elon Musk. He's a businessman. Businessman. Not only that, hold the fort. He is now the largest shareholder of Twitter in the world. Did you see the meme of like Twitter's next shareholder meeting and it was him in his uh, Waluigi costume from no, Saturday Night Live? No, it was not. Yes, it was him at a table. Dude, it was funny as hell. I just loved, because he did a poll, and the whole reason he bought it was because of a poll he did. Yeah, because it was asking if you think Twitter actually has a uh, follows speech. Yeah, follows freedom of speech. And it was like, what, 85%? So uh, it was 70-30. 70-30. Yeah. So, yeah, do you think um, Twitter follows free speech? 70% said no, 30% said yes, and he said, in his, like, thing, he said, vote wisely, there will be consequences to this. And then he bought 9.2% of Twitter? Yeah, $3 billion worth. That's so awesome. That's fucking BDE right there. That is BDE. Where you just fucking buy 3 billion shares, or $3 billion worth of Twitter because... Mm -hmm. You did a poll. Dude, Sean, remember I told you there was, like, that song? There's someone who's already quit because of it. 
Wait, are you serious? Yeah, some liberal turd was just like, I won't work under Elon Musk because I think it's necessary to weed out hate speech and defend people from hurtful words. So I resign. And then people are just like, good. And they're like upvoting it. Oh my goodness. People are just crazy. I mean, it's true. Um, People's feelings get hurt all the time. Did you see the video of... uh, It was on Instagram, so I'd be surprised if you didn't see it. Um, It was this guy freaking out about how gender changes for young kids isn't affordable. It's because it shouldn't be legal. Correct. Keep going. Um, Is gender fucking changes affordable for anybody? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously, like, they, they shouldn't be because, like, plastic surgery, right? Anyone who wants to change anything about themselves, like, they have to pay quite a bit of money for it. Fucking hormone replacement therapy, dog. That shit ain't cheap. Right. But Blood so panels. This guy is, like, screaming and freaking out and saying how there's just, like, a whole bunch of Republicans that are just so racist and are against the queer community and they're the ones stopping people from and he's like screaming and it's like in a courtroom like at wait like, babe i'm gonna i'm gonna break your heart that dude was a troll what are you serious that dude was trolling he had his fucking hair dyed super shittily yeah, yeah, yeah. no he was trolling wait are you serious yeah he was trolling Gosh. because there was a lot of like stupid ass people in that courtroom doing those cases and he went up there and trolled his heart away are you sure honestly i hope so those because some of the comments some of the comments were like this guy's trolling i don't know i fucking hope so should we look it up look it up because if if it's not what was it on? It was one the DC Drano, maybe. I don't know. I know that it's on my phone in my messages. Um, you get it? Yeah, I found it. Nice. What's the comments looking like? Because the title is: If you combined every leftist virtue signal into one creature, this would be the result. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, it, okay, it's like a political chupacabra. Big props to whoever for this very realistic rendition of what sane Americans have to deal with these days. Yeah. Okay, it is. The dude was trolling and it was gold. Check out, uh, check it out on DC Drano's. DC underscore Drano. Yeah, DC underscore Drano on Instagram. Uh, the link's there. It's like, what, 12th down, 9th down, something like that? Yeah. Fucking fire. Dude, I I saw that and I was just like, you yeah, know, I could see this happening somewhere. Oh yeah, I just like that he was trolling. I, I, it was a little overboard, right? But that's how that side of community gets. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's Did we ever talk about what we heard on the Joe Rogan podcast of um, how California thought they would fix homelessness? Yeah, tell me more. Um, it was just in the little snippets that I was listening to with you. But wasn't he saying that 
the higher-ups thought it was a good idea to give free housing to homeless people. And that would solve the homelessness problem. So right now in California, um, I'm going to fuck these numbers up. Um, Listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. I'll pull it up to tell you which one. Um, They talk about... The, it was with the, the guy who's running for governor. They talk about how much the state or city, as one of them, gets funding um, a year. I think it's like $22 billion the state gets a year for homelessness. Well, that was the chunk of money that got stolen. There was like $22 billion that was like stolen, I thought, from them. Yeah, it was something like that, too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, here, my dumbass is in real AF. I love that. Also, guys, I can't tell you enough. Listen to Real AF by Andy Frisella. That will just make your life better. I'm telling you what. He is very entertaining. Michael Schellenberger. Um, 1798. He wrote a book called San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, yeah, Why Progressives Ruin Cities. He's a liberal. And he's running for Republican? Um, he's running on, uh... Or is he trying to get the Democratic side? Uh, he's running unattached, or whatever, what's the one in between? Nothing. Moderate? No, he's running as nothing. Moderate? Okay. Whatever, I don't know. Um, no, no, it's just whatever, it's undecided, whatever the fuck. Um, but no, so he's actually like, he's like a, dem- he was like a Democrat, right? He was a Democrat. Because he's, he's like born and raised in California, right? Yeah, and so he's a Democrat, but the liberals have just, in the progressives, has just ruined everything so much, and he sees it, and so he's like, I still have Democratic views, but I'm not a Democrat anymore because Democrats are no longer Democrats. They are extreme progressive liberals. So he's pretty much just an old school Democrat, um, which aligns more with Republican now. But you don't want to run on the Republican stance because you negate yourself from so many votes. So he's running third party. Third party. Thank you. Yep. Third party. Um but yeah, episode 1798, Michael Schellenberger. Mm-hmm. It was cool. But yeah, no, it's uh, talked about all sorts of stuff. Funding they get. Um, it's something like h- homeless people get, uh, if they're in California, they don't even have to be residents of California. I think they just have to like uh, submit. Yeah, they just have to be there and submit for this. Um, they get $1,500 a month just to live on um, and do drugs and shit. Maybe it's 2200 It was a lot uh, to do nothing, right? So it's pretty cool. Check it out. Check that out if you want to learn more about uh I just liked it because like, he talked about the main thing he's trying to come out with is Cal Psych. Yeah. Which is like to help. He's, he's trying to... To curb the homelessness epidemic and the drug epidemic. And so he wants to go through 
make some sort of housing for everyone because you got to get them off the streets to clean up the streets because the streets are so bad. So some sort of mass, like essentially like a big camp, like um, when there's a natural disaster mm-hmm. and you have FEMA come in and the National Guard comes in, he wants to like deploy the National Guard, get FEMA in, put up these huge tents, get all the homeless people in there, clean up the streets. And then from there, they're going to set up programs and shit and rehab and get a bunch of social services, psychiatrists, psychologists, things like that in place, a lot more um, parole officers, things like that, to really build the infrastructure to help these people... uh, Better themselves. Better themselves, get out of homelessness, things like that. Because, so he said 80%, he believes 80% of the homeless population in California is addicts and don't have any mental health issues. And then there's 20% that have mental health issues and probably are also on drugs. Yeah. Um, but you got to filter through them, find which individual belongs in which group right rehab or into some social service type of thing yeah um and then and then move on from there and hopefully progress through the ranks and set up some sort of um support plan where like they progress to the next level if they're good and Mm -hmm. and whatnot um so it's pretty cool but yeah it's crazy i guess once they started funding, so they started funding people to be homeless uh, like 10 years ago or something. Since then, the population of homeless people has gone up so significantly. It's gone up like 25% or something like that. Uh, and it's gone and it's decreased everywhere else in the U.S. by 25% because they all went to California because they found out, hey, I can go live in a pretty good climate and get paid to do drugs. Why not? Yeah. Don't have to do anything and get yeah. paid for it. And turns out, fucking, this is wild. Um, who's the current governor there? Uh, Greg Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, who is being impeached. Is it impeached? Impeached is a president. Yeah. It was being, like, kicked out of office because he's sketch. And, um... He's running for governor again, and he also wants to run for president and be president in 2028. And I thought that was kind of fucking crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you be in so much, like, contradictory as a governor and then be talked about getting booted multiple times? And I think they did start the process to boot him um, or he is getting booted, whatever. And now he's running for governor again. Then wants to run for president. <laughs> just blows my mind. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand either. But it's kind of fun. Listen to it. I thought it was. <coughs> I thought it was really fun. Check it out. Yeah, I can't find anything on what it actually is. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah. What What do we got next, Sam? Um, Mimi's really cute. Be cute. Yeah, she's down there, too. Uh, let's see. We listen to that. Um, I don't know. How's work been going? What have you been learning from work? 
Um, I guess the over-encompassing thing I remind myself of every day. First off, I journal every day. If you don't journal every day, journal every day. Um, or just get in the habit, try to do it. I do it every morning with my cup of coffee. That was in my uh, blog I just wrote. Nice. I also need to blog more. I should do that in the morning. Yeah. Right after I journal, right after my cup of coffee. Or I'll fucking double down on another cup of coffee. Not tomorrow, though, because I'm training with Cody. Do you know it makes me really sad? You can't have coffee right now. Correct. Um, yeah. But uh, I thought it was Wednesday. Oh. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Dude, honestly, I thought today was Wednesday. And I texted Kyle, and he reminded me it was Tuesday. And you were super happy. Dude, I was so fucking happy. I was so... I was like, thank God. I just... I honestly wish... I wish... So it's April 4th, April 5th, April 5th, in a perfect world, time would stand still for the next like 30 days and it would still be April 5th in 30 days and that'd be awesome. Would you like repeat it like Groundhog's Day or would you? uh... No, it would just be one work day after the next. Like no, like we don't get to the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just another work day and another work day and another work day and another work day for like 30 days. And then I feel like I would really get some headway and, like, get caught up to just get fucking smoked hammered again with work. Yep. It's just, like, you, up, there'll be, like, like multiple projects on hold. And, and then you can work on all of them at once. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can do all these right now. Oh, fuck. How do I get five projects done in a month? Oh, that's right. It's not possible. Right. Fuck. Um, and so it's just lovely. I, I kind of like it, though. I mean, it's better than not having work, right? Right. And that just suits you. Yeah. Um, do you want to massage my neck after this? Sure. Cool. The big problem is, though, is like we do too much on weekends and stuff. And the afternoons where I can't just work nonstop. Uh, next weekend, we can, I think. Nice. Um, oh, wait. You have something the 16th, don't you? I uh, no. When? Next weekend? Next Saturday? Maybe. Um, what I remind myself every day at work, or every day, mm-hmm. before I journal, uh-huh. I'm young, and I have so much time, 27 is so young, and, uh... I forgot you're 27 now, you're old. It could, like, I could just, like, keep plucking away at this thing called life, getting better at, like contracting construction getting better at buying and selling houses getting better at like burring renovating projects shit like that Mm -hmm. just spend a couple years just getting better slowly add someone to my team Mm -hmm. our team whatever um and we're just young we got so much time you know unless i fucking get shot or like get in a car accident or something but for the most part, dude, we just got time. Yeah, we do. And um, don't need to rush. But we'll just get there. We'll get there eventually. And um, I'd rather not burn out at 30 or, or try to grow too fast, expand too fast, go outside of my means and fail because of trying to progress too fast Mm -hmm. where I could just like take my time, learn, grow, 
do shit right, you know? Right, not try to get a big business quick. Yeah, and if I do that and it takes a couple more years and I'm just building a good foundation, um, that's all right. I mean, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I think I, like, I, I, I talk to myself every day about that. And I kind of like that option. Um, I just got time, you know? Yeah. I, this might be... And that way we could, I mean, go travel and do stuff while things are still small. Yeah. I mean, if I'm still at this position, like this at like 45, 50, then I'd be, be a different story. But I got time. Yeah. And, uh... I'd say by at least 35 you need to be... Bigger, bigger, bigger. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For um, sure, for sure. But just the fact that, like, they say you can, like, you can be a lot more aggressive when you're younger and fail and stuff because it doesn't matter. Yes. But what if you just took a little extra time? And built a base and foundation, and um, and didn't fail. That'd right, be cool too. I think I think yeah. it'd be pretty cool. Create a name for yourself. Yeah, compared to when you're like sixty, and you fucked off, and you can't retire. Well, now you don't have time. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be really aggressive and start risking shit. And I think a lot of people don't think that way. They kind of think like. Oh, the older the older you get, the safer you have to get. Yeah, but if you didn't do fuck all and all you got is a little 401k to retire on or something and you ain't got a lot, man, now's the time you're going to have to start taking some risks and get aggressive. You know, you're 60, you want to try to retire so you're not working your whole life because most likely that's what you <clears> want to do because that's what most people have been taught and trained and and beaten into their minds that they got to retire at 65. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I think I'd rather just work forever. Mm-hmm. And just... Slowly. Puts s- away. Puts away forever. Yeah. You know? Because, let me... Fucking do we talked about this. Had Warren Buffett retired when he turned 65... Nobody would know who the fuck Warren Buffett is. He only had 3% of his current wealth. He only had 3% of his current wealth when he was 65 years old. That's crazy. 3%. So, and he gained 97%. He, and really, no, it might only have been 1%. 1%. No, I think it was 1% at 50 Three percent at sixty-five, and then by the time he was ninety, is where you got that massive, massive increase. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's just how it goes, dude. It's time. The more time you can spend in, and people. Well, he's not quite ninety yet. I think he's eighty-something. Whatever the fuck. Um, that's a. I, I listened to a podcast on that. I think I listened to a book on that too. Um, but it was just like. Do not think that he did that because of his sheer skill. There are people more skillful than Warren Buffett. What Warren Buffett did that nobody else could do is he started at 10 
years old, started at 10 years old. He never fucking retired, and he's still doing it in his 80s. Right. Over 70 years of compounding is why he is who he is. That's it. Time, discipline, dedication. That's why. Okay, Sean, I'm dying. Can we be done? Yeah, I suppose. Um, so that's what I've been learning. It's not really learning. I just tell myself that shit all the time. That's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the talk. Don't judge how I look. Bye. See ya. See ya.